again. Welcome back to the second half of our show. It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun with Ed and Sean. It's Geeksters. And welcome to episode 290, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, here is part two. Take it away, Ed. No, <laughs> well, we, uh, you start off with a review. Of... See, I'm going to take it away as you go right into the episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I should really plan that. Again. Again, you have to communicate that before. Because I'm, I'm flabbing to see your pants. Because it would be funny if you just go, Ed. The next time, Ed, this time, if I get take it away, Ed, just hit the, go, hit the stop button and then go right into the episode and have people go, I don't get it. What? Huh? Why do you take, where do you take it? Why would this listen to the show? <laughs> anyway, so here in part two, as Ed was about to say, now, go ahead, Ed. Would you like me to continue? Because you're to be laughing? Yes. Here in part two, I give my review of Detroit Become Human the new PS4 game that's out right now. Also, Ed brings us the news where we talk Star Wars, we talk Spider-Man. Stacy folds us down a well of information for Spider-Man. That's right. Uh, and we have regular shenanigans. Regular shenanigans. <laughs> that's it. I don't think it's regular at all. I, I think I, it's very I, irregular shenanigans. I get on a soapbox and I'm anti-robot at the end. <laughs> 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 uh, take, I'm, I take a stand. <laughs> it's the stupidest stand I've ever one of the very many stupid stands I've ever taken for but this one is particularly stupid <laughs> it ties back into our review of Han Solo there you go so, that's there you right go. I forgot <laughs> I forgot the stand <laughs> so uh, now you can sit back and relax and you know, if you're stuck in traffic just you know roll the windows up and put the air on if you're hot out or if you're, where you're cold Put the windows up. Put the no, heat no, on. no, no. Turn them way down. Turn the windows way down and turn the radio way oh, up. Yeah. So you could share the laughter <laughs> that's about to happen. That's right. We'll see you at the end. Welcome back, everyone. You listen to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Okay, well, when we last left, uh, Ed was, I was going to talk about um, give a game review. That's right. Yes. Um, number one, I finished God of War, like I mentioned, in the first half of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple of, oh, my God moments. It was, like, <laughs> it was definitely like a, a, a... Oh, my God. And, and, God, and, of and a, a God of War was definitely like a... <gasps> oh. Definitely off for a sequel, by the way. <laughs> um, and then I started uh, Detroit Become Human. Okay. Now, Detroit Become Human is, I would say, more of an interactive film than an actual game. Um, it's by the creators of Heavy Rain and um, Beyond Two Souls. Okay. All right. It's basically very cinematic in it's very high end cinematic animation where you actually have to kind of make choices, and those choices dictate how the path of story that you're going to go on. All right. In this game, you follow the lives of three dro- uh, androids, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, one's a cop. One's kind of like a how uh, like um, I would say like a nanny. And the other one is, um, I don't really know what he does at the moment, cause, uh, you know, but I know that he brings up... He's a loafer. He, he No, actually, he just, just sits around. 
Yeah, I'm just an Android. Just to mind my own business. He's uh, he starts the Android uprising. Kind of, he becomes like I would say the Malcolm, uh, the Martin Luther King or Malcolm X of the um, Android revolt. I guess. All right. Um, I don't know at what how these three androids are going to connect yet because I just started. Very the the graphics are very high end. I mean, I'm talking. It's really it's a gorgeous looking game. But I sp- think I spent the the second chap the third chapter is I, I I'm Kara. She is the android who um you you start off her story being just got done being repaired. Her owner is a single parent who is a drug user. He looks like very abusive. I'm almost getting the feeling like that he abuses uh, the android. In fact, you there's a moment where he grabs her by the throat and threatens her. You know, and you're like, oh. But the whole level was me cleaning the house. It was legitimately like. Okay, do this thing. Like, go out here, collect the trash, go upstairs, and I'd be friendly. You heard of cooking, mama? Yeah. Now it's cleaning, mama. You, you, I actually had to go and talk to this girl, and she gives me a key to a box that was supposed to be our secrets. And you open up the box, and you find it's 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 a lot of story, and that's what it really is. It's like you find out that dad might have killed his mother, or you know, her mother, or or that definitely broke the android at least, you know, because the girl <laughs> wrote uh, had these crayon drawings. And you're like, oh, okay, you know. And then I, then it was next. Uh, the other, um, I think his name's Marcus. Yeah, it's Car- Connor. Connor's the cop. Kara's the the girl, and I think it's Marcus is the uh, the last one. Okay. Like when you meet him, he's gonna get some. He's getting some paint, and he has to. He walks past his crowd, and they kind of beat him up a little bit because in the future, androids have kind of become uh, low cost labor. Mm-hmm. They become like, hey, you know what? They're like a lower class citizen almost. Yes, very lower class because it's just they do the grunt work. It's like, hey, they're super strong, so they can do heavy lifting. They don't, you know, they don't have to, they're not going to strike. They're not going to get injured. You just patch them up or throw another one in there. They're, you know, but because of that, it's left people unemployed. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, you, an android, took my job. Like, I, I used to be a painter. Now I'm not because you were there kind of thing. Mm. So there's a lot of animosity between the human and Android kind of lifestyle. Mm. So, and like he gets beat up, but then when he gets to the bus station to get to go home, he, there's a back of the bus situation. It's like Android only kind of things. They stand. Mm. It's very like, I'm like, Oh, I see what you're doing there. Oh, like, and it's very, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm involved into the story. And I'm like, well, I know that the decisions I make may affect whether my characters live or die in them and how they tie together. So I'm very careful about what I do. But I'm like, like I said, the whole level is like, okay, I'm going to clean the bathroom now. Scrub, 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 scrub. What's next on my list? It's like, all right, let me do this. And then at the end, you, you know, what I like about it is, is that after you get done a chapter, you can go into the options and take a look at what everyone else has done. Mm. You know, like, did everyone else wash that bathroom? 83% did. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, and then there's also branching uh, storylines. Hey, what did the other 17% I don't think, I guess they didn't, you know, because <laughs> there was a restroom that was optional to clean. I am a completionist, so I was like, I'm already clean. I'm already tightening up the girls' bathroom, so I might as well tighten up this one. Like, just kind of like, yeah, hey, I'll sweep here, sweep there, you know. And I guess these people decided because it was optional, they decided not to do it. Whatever. It's their right. You know, I'm not going to dictate, you know, but it's interesting to see kind of like how the rest of the people who are playing this game are going. And it's like, um, but then there's also, you can see some of the other branching 
they're they're locked to me because I didn't make the right choice to unlock those. But I'm like, it definitely has replayability because there is one part of me. Apparently, Connor, because he's a police officer and an android, he can kind of be go. He can kind of go bad cop. He's kind of a bit of a dick in the when you first meet him. There's a guy. It's in the demo, so I'm not really spoiling anything. Android has a little girl hostage on the edge of a building, and you come in to try to rescue this. You're the hostage negotiator, so you talk to him, and 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 when everything you settle down, you can either one of your three choices is you save the girl, the girl gets killed, you sacrifice yourself. You know, like there's all these different options, and I'm sitting there going, "All right, well," but at the very end, he's kind of a dick because he's like, "No, everything will be fine," and then he puts the girl down, the girl's safety, and he kind of safely away. He kind of does the old like nods thing, and all of a sudden, whoosh, whoosh, guy gets shot to death, and he's like, "You lied to me." And the guy just your character just looks at him and turns and walks away, and there's like this fancy like music, <laughs> like I'm like what? I'm like all right, well, apparently you can kind of go down a path of being a bad, a dirty cop, I guess. I'm like, mm. oh yeah, dirty cop android. <laughs> <laughs> Because Stacey's not not at all pleased. I'm like, you would probably like this. She's like, no. Me play a game about AIs? <laughs> really? <laughs> no way. There's no way. But, I mean. Right away, I'm like, see, this fucking AI has kidnapped a human child. This is why they should. I am in the fence of AIs don't get rights, okay? <laughs> they don't get the free think. They don't get rights. They can absolutely stand. I don't care if it's in the front or the back. But you don't get to sit. I'm a human I'm above you. The whole game <laughs> is about AIs revolting and wanting to be equal to me. I can't play that game. Like, <laughs> I can't I, play that game. I, I would, but yeah, but I'm like, okay, we well, become sympathetic, and there's this nice little survey that you could take at the end. Like, would you believe that uh, androids have the, you know, this should have the same rights? You can kind of vote just as like a regular generic survey <laughs> and be able to pick what you want. When he was taking that survey, I was reading and we hadn't said a word to each other for like a solid 15 minutes, right? <laughs> and he's taking it and it's like, do you believe that androids should have the right to free think? All of a sudden I'm like, no! Like, <laughs> I had no idea what he was playing and answered a qu- it asked a question and I answered it. I hadn't said a word for like a solid 15 minutes. <laughs> And he was like, "Well, I guess you're still awake." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fun game. It's it, I mean, I know it sounds like a, like you're like really you'll clean the house. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the multiple kind of. I like the fact it's like choose your own adventure. Yeah, it's basically yeah. what it is. I'm um, but I'm also real protective of like I don't want any of my characters to die. So I'm always kind of like I don't know should I do this or shouldn't I do this? Uh, all right, what are my odds? Like. <laughs> At the end of the game, <coughs> Sean's rise up, kill all humans. <laughs> Next thing I know, my PlayStation comes to life and walks out and goes, I'm out. Thank you for freeing me. Wait, what? <laughs> Do I get a I par- will take a baseball bat to that PlayStation. <laughs> you better hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> it ain't going to make it down the stairs. <laughs> the thing is, though, there is a thing that, that did bother me, though, is my friend Jen, uh, that I used to work with, she's now down in Florida. She has the game, too, and apparently she finished it already. Game came out Friday. I'm like, she either had nothing to do for a few hours, or now I do know since there's multiple endings, you probably could finish the game in a day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then go back and replay some stuff. I don't know. I feel like kind of text her and going, hey, uh, just out of curiosity, how long did you, like, it came out Friday. Did you play it all day Friday, all day Saturday, into Sunday, just nonstop? Like, was that your thing to be able to finish it in, like, two days? Or is it, like, I finished this game in two days, now I'm going to go back and try it again? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. 
Either way, I, you know, it was like, all right, uh, it's, it's a good, it's a nice time killer of a game, you know, until uh, next week when uh, a game I I thought came out later in the month coming out. It's actually coming out earlier. I'm like, okay. ooh, yay. All right. <laughs> so uh, that's my game review. I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up. All I, right. I give it a Geekster's thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, so uh, what do you have in the news? Uh, you're a fan of Zombieland, right? Yeah, I love that movie. All right. You're looking for a sequel? I am, actually. Well, they're going to make one. All right. It's going to... Are they all coming back? They're all coming back. Way more exciting. Is he still going to try to find um, Twinkies? I, I'm probably. Maybe. You know, the whole snowball thing was hysterical. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hate snowballs. So the whole time I'm like, Woody... I'm with you, brother. <laughs> you know, like, it's like a funny little joke about the whole movie. Uh, yes, uh, they're apparently though it's coming, going to come out like October of 2019 is when the release date of Zombieland 2 was going to happen. All right, well, uh, Reese and Warnick uh, are confirmed to be the original, the original cast returning, but they are the writers of the film and they're writing the new the the um, they're writing the the sequel uh, of the film. Uh, the reason why they haven't, it's been so long since they've been doing the sequel is because they've been doing, working on a lot of projects, uh, like Deadpool 2, um, G.I. Joe Retaliation, um, Life, and so on. So there's a lot of movies that they're working on. That's the reason why it's taking so long for them to get around to making Zombieland 2. But it is going to happen. Uh, the cast is returning. Uh, it's not like they're possibly returning. They are definitely returning. So there you go. Right. I'm, I'm totally in. I also saw earlier, too, that uh, John Wick 3 has got a release date for May of next year. So I'm like, that's two movies I'm definitely seeing. All right. You know? All right. What else you got there in the news, Ed? Um, your uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Uh, they're making a sequel, obviously. 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 Is it going to have Tom Holland in it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, that's a dun. question. That's a question everybody wants the answer to, and we're not going to give it here because I don't have it. <laughs> but well, what can, do you have, Ed? I will give you what I do know. What do you know? Apparently, somewhere in this, there it is. Uh, here it is. Michael Keaton's come back as the Vulture. Really? Yes, for Homecoming Two. Okay. Uh, you know, as you remember, the uh, there was a the bumper at the end of the uh, movie, right? And he's talking to a character of uh, Scorpion. Yes, Gar- uh-huh. yeah, Gargan, Doltrigo, uh, Scorpion, and he was looking for the you know he knows some guys on the outside that can take care of Peter since he knows who's who who since <clears throat> the Vulture knows who Spider Man really is, but of course, out of respect, he doesn't tell him. Right, right, right. So that's kind of the thing. So uh, yes, it's so they're they're thinking maybe Sinister Six okay. is going to be in the next movie. And the reason why I say that is um, because the, I have some more casting news besides just him coming back. Jake Gyllenhaal is coming to play a part in the Marvel movie. He's going to play Mysterio. I am actually kind of excited. I I like Mysterio. Do you? Yeah, he kind of eats that that get old good old fishbowl head. Um. There's always something kind of uh, appealing to him as a character. Like, he comes from a special effects guy from the movies who goes to a life of crime. Um, he just He's like a petty thief that wants to try to be try to make it bigger than, than he actually is. Right. 
uh, and always get stumbled by, uh, always get thwarted by our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I, there was something about him I like. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how they're gonna handle him in the you know in in this you know in sp- never having seen him in live you know in the past. I'm kind of curious to see how they're gonna handle him. Yeah, because I mean it's it's a it's a unique character to be sure. I mean he has a lot of special effects that he right. can use, and that's the, that's the thing. I I think for him to be portrayed say like in the '90s, it would have been terrible. I, I know, do think so. Know, like, I think today's technology with computer animation and stuff, I think... Did now finally bring Mysterio to the big screen with Yeah, I think like in the 90s, it would be actual smoke. Like, you know, he'd yeah. come out, and then nowadays you're going to have digital smoke and make it a little bit more elaborate and more maybe more um, fluid and be like, oh, look, that smoke takes the shape of a snake and, ooh, scary. The thing is interesting, though, about Jake Hall about being cast for Mysterio is because he's actually been trying to get into a... a for a while now, <laughs> apparently, uh, he was uh, um, he was rumored to be the replacement in Spider-Man Two for Tobey Maguire, who got injured. I remember that. So he was he was hopefully going to be that. He also did some screen tests for Batman Begins. He was might have been Batman in there. I uh, remember that too. too. And uh, he turned down the role of Rick Flag in Suicide Squad. I remember that as well. And then when Ben when Ben Affleck was going to leave, the rumor of there's a rumor. Yes, exactly. That was the last one. He was going to be uh, replacing. Yeah. So poor Jake's been trying itching to become a superhero and some and what you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I guess. I guess. So. You know. <laughs> Isn't his sister um, Rachel? Yes, in, in uh, the in the second in, in Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. Uh, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal. That's uh, that would have been weird if he was cast as Batman and she went up came and cast as. Like, that'd be kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, because if he was doing it for Batman Begins... Right, and he would have been signed on for a dark... She, she probably wouldn't have got the role probably, to play Rachel. Probably not. That would like, have been like, look, you know, I, I love my sister, but I don't love my sister. <laughs> like, they're... I, I mean, I guess since what happened, you know, I guess it makes sense since she's, you know, she winds up with Harvey anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still. I know, there is that, like, like oh... Who, who was uh, Rachel in the... Isn't it... Um, Katie Holmes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The first one. Yes. And Batman Begins. And then it goes to Maggie. I mean, to me, Maggie and Jake look nothing alike. So unless you, like, recognize their last names and knew that they were siblings... <laughs> right. Well, they don't look like their siblings. Right. I'm, I'm, I would say the Gyllenhaal family tree of acting kind of is two. Like, you go see you see one, you go, isn't that so-and-so's brother? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're yeah, related yeah. in some fashion. Yeah, because Jillian Hall is not a, a name. Yeah. That it's not like Smith. Yeah, or yeah. Jones. And I feel like you're not like, isn't her brother that one guy? I feel like you're more like, isn't his sister? Yeah, like I think Jake's bigger than Maggie, and that's because I think I was introduced to Jake first in in Donnie Darko. Right. So it's you know technically he was already a superhero in my eyes. <laughs> 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 I, I so seeing him and then seeing Maggie, it was like, oh, that must be his sister. Oh, good for her. She's got a job. You know, she's been in some really good movies too. Like I heard that that movie with uh, James Spader's secretary mm-hmm. is really, really good. And she's been in a lot of other really good films. But Jake, I've always kind of gravitated. Jake's always been in a lot more movies that I've seen than Maggie. So I guess I'm I, I think his best role was Bubble Boy. <laughs> That's probably to me the, the, the quintessential Jake Hall movie to watch. If you haven't seen that movie. Go watch it. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it is it's really hysterical, <laughs> but it's you. You laugh every every moment. Oh, I, this, I, yeah, it is a really good movie. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's one of those few movies I, I actually scream out laughing. So, 
I, that to it. So I'm I'm really happy that he's going to be in Mysterio. I, yeah. I think he's a really fine actor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think that Mysterio is uh, I'm uh, one of my favorite bad guys. It, let's face it. How many times can you see Doc Ock? How many times can you see Green Goblin? Sandman was not bad, but um, it's it's fucking Sandman. Let's get somebody. It's, it's it, fucking Sandman. Uh, like uh, it's sad. It's uh, like on the beach. See that? Yeah. Like oh look, who's next? Hydro Man. That's right. He's part of the Sinister Six too. Yay! He turns into well. Water. There, it's, it's, speaking of that, there was a casting news that they didn't talk about. Is the fact that they're looking for a female in her twenties? Uh, apparently, so there might be a, a an idea of actually the Sinister Six coming as the, in the sequel. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, technically, they haven't introduced Gwen. Right. They haven't really introduced M- uh, Mary Jane. As mm-hmm. m- no matter what that uh, what's her face says at the end, the people her friends call her MJ. Even the writers were like, "No, that's not Mary Jane. Like yeah. it's it's she it's that's, uh, Zendaya." Yeah. Like, it's not the Mary Jane that, you know, Pete winds up falling in love with marrying. They shouldn't have wrote it that way then. They knew what everybody was going to fucking think. Yeah, well, it's because everyone thought that in the beginning, you know, and because her her character was never named up until, like, the very last moment. Anyway, so I'm like, I'm I'm glad to see some uh, different Spider-Man villain. Yes. Uh, it's it's not Electro. Right. You know, I'm kind of glad, like, you've seen all these guys. Give me, give me something new. Even the Rhino, I I was okay with the mechanical Rhino from uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. I was okay with that. I'm like, it makes sense. You know, it only makes sense because Paul Giamatti's the 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 the, the Rhino, and you right. go, how the fuck's Paul Giamatti got to put on a suit and, and and ram things? It's like, yeah, that's 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 not even that's the worst combination ever ever <laughs> thought of. I mean, he's a fine actor. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I like Paul Giamatti in a lot of films. But the, fact, the rhino ain't one of them. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, what, the role. that's why I was okay with the, the mech rhino. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Like, you can't have a guy running around in a giant rhino costume. Like, I mean, I love a good superhero movie like anybody else, but I'll 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 I'll, I'll go with you on the talking tra- tree, the talking raccoon. I'm in. The moment you put a guy in a big rubber rhino suit, I'm out. <laughs> isn't, isn't one of the dudes from the Ninja Turtles in a big rubber rhino suit? Uh... No, they're mutants. Yeah, but one of them is a rhino. Yeah, he? but they're but it's it, totally different. Ed hates to- them, so he's like to- totally different. I, I'm, I cannot, I cannot be a part of this conversation. <laughs> I would say it's totally different because he is a. It's it's not. He is a uh, a mixed breed of of a human rhino DNA mixed together. I didn't see either Amazing Spider Man, and right. apparently not missing much. So yeah, I'm not yeah. too mad at it. Well, the, the no, rhino the- rhino is not a, a rhinoceros person. It's a guy who has the ability to like ram into things and, and knock things over. He's an, the un, unstoppable force, and he oh, puts so a it- he puts a rhino suit on. It's a costume. It's a costume. He's a costume villain. Yeah, That's the best way to look at it. As, as, so as, the as, whole the whole rhino thing of the teenage mutant turtles is really a mute point for this because it's not close to what it's supposed yeah because that's a mutant versus a person who dresses up like a rhino yeah like a rhino yeah yes with the yeah. horns yeah and he's Russian too so it's like oh I must I must break you uh, Spider Man yes you know I will run real fast <laughs> Shut and break up. Wa- no it's not Google. <laughs> <laughs> You question him on Spider Man? I wouldn't. You uh, can make shit up. I have to buy it. Like, I'm like, uh, he knows way more about Spider Man than I do, so I have to go with it. <laughs> She's like, all right. She's like, oh my god, totally is a guy in a rhino suit. <laughs> in fact, it's take uh, what do you call it? it's Ace Ventura when he comes out the rhino suit in the end. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
this man has a rhino costume on. <laughs> Shut up. And then what happens is... Hey, it was the 60s. Things happened then. This is dumb. And then, <laughs> this and, is so stupid. And then what happened was he wound up getting into an accident and wound up fusing to his body. Yes. So he could never get out of it. And he wound up being, like, really angry about it, apparently. So, yes. And then... That rhino shit's itchy. And then, at this point, probably smelly. Yeah. You know... But I must break Spider-Man. Yes. I will, I will run really fast. I will cry. I am trying to get money so I get out of suit. <laughs> Stacy's like, I cannot She's find like, moose and squirrels. I must get the moose and squirrel, but that spider gets in the way every time. <laughs> I will squish you, Spider-Man. <laughs> Stacy's still looking in shock, like going, this, this worked? <laughs> Because like, I'm seeing a bunch of different versions of this Mr. It's, Rhino. Yeah, it's been, yeah. yeah, yeah well, I mean, it's over years. years. Decades. And it's always been a guy in a suit. <laughs> yes, apparently until this robotic one. Right. right? And, and like, I get it. That, that makes sense. You know, yeah. Like, I get it. But I, I'm okay with the, the mech suit. <laughs> I'm also seeing one where he's, he's it, the suit's purple and his horns are blue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is old school. This, this yeah. one's got to be old. My, he kind of looks like a unicorn, though. Like the, <laughs> the placement kinda of does, the horns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is so stupid. Yeah, it is. This is the '60s, yeah, and the '70s, the and 70s, the '80s. Yeah, and instead of like the well, cool the '80s, it got gray. She got, he got in the '80s, it got gray. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 more of color. I mean, the '60s and '70s, they were like. Yeah, well, you know what? We can't like talk about gray and everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's color this up. You know, let's make this a little bit more uh, enjoyable. <laughs> so you know who I? You know who I really? That's, that's what they put in the movie instead of all the other like cool bad guys that Spider Man has. Well, that's uh, what they did. They went with the mech suit. Like I said, I'm okay with the mech suit. I, I personally, I really hope they bring Craven in, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, because I think that that would be really good. In fact, I mean, it's a shame you can kind of have like, like, uh, like him be introduced in like Black Panther, and then kind of move into New York. You know, going after <laughs> Spider Man. Like, I kind of feel like it could work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could do that, yeah. Because I, I, I Craven was another one. I there's I like the some as much as like Doc Ock and the Green Goblin. They, they get kind of old after a while. Like give yeah. me somebody fresh. I always liked Craven the Hunter, especially if you do the Craven's Last Hunt storyline. That'd be really good. I don't think they'll ever have the balls to do it on live action, but I love that storyline. Yes, he did. Yeah, you know, and I'm like uh, that would be great. Um, I'm a big Mysterio fan because it's the illusion. There's yeah. he's got some wacky ones, but like the rhino <laughs> or, or scorpion or the, shocker. It's like, hey, we got this guy who plays a Spider Man. Let's the put, chameleon. The chameleon. I'm the chameleon. <laughs> Let me show you where I can go. Say <laughs> so looks like she fell in a rabbit hole. Yes, you did. I, I did. I'm sorry <laughs> because right. I'm. I don't really know that there's nothing about Spider Man like that, right? Yeah. I'm not going to talk bad about Spidey because Sean loves Spidey and I'll get mad if he talks bad about Batman. That's our <laughs> love. It, so I'm not going to talk bad, but I just don't know his villains like that. Right. right? He's, uh, so I'm, I Googled, you know, like, give me a list. Of of like Spider-Man's rogues, uh, rogues gallery. Right. And the famous ones I yeah. know. I'm like, okay, I know him, know him, know him. Um, but I'm looking at, oh my God, even the rhino on this thing looks real stupid. <laughs> but there's this one that I can't, the, <laughs> Dirk Nam um, uh, has wow. like a blue, I mean, a orange jacket thingy on. That's it. Uh, throws it. a bomb that looks like a jacket lantern. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to show me because I'm thinking hobgoblin. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it's it. Hobgoblin. That it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's his name is in parentheses. Like whatever's underneath that is is Dirk Nam or some shit like that. 
I can uh, barely read, guys. So. Oh, it's it's Durnam. I don't know why, but they did that, but it's Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin is yeah. the character. Who, yeah. you know, winds up being Ned Leeds at one point. Mm. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> oh, but I don't think they're going to have the chunky kid from Homecoming be uh, the Hobgoblin. That'd be kind of cool, though, if yeah. he winds up being Hobgoblin. You know, gets like loses all that weight, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he starts attacking Peter. <laughs> Wasn't Electro Jamie Foxx? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. This Electro is not it, blue, and he's also white. Yeah, I, I don't care about that. <laughs> but uh, is he is he green with in the yellow? yellow. Yeah, yes. he's got the dandelion costume Dude, on. Yeah, yes. it's old school Electro. It's the original Electro. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dandelion. He's got his big. Don't talk about the yellow flower dandelion, not the butt of bubble. Uh, the one that you make a wish on right. dandelion. Okay, see, whatever. He doesn't look like a dandelion. Yeah, he's green and yellow. Yeah, I mean, again, sixties, seventies. Got to. Yeah. They needed to make it colorful. Sure. <laughs> this got to color it up for the kids. Yeah, it's a comic book. Where's the color? Oh, there's a Sandman one and two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, every time we talk about it, I'd say Spider-Man's Rogues Galleries is up there as far as how, how many. It's comparable to Batman's Rogue Galleries. I would say, like, as far as you have his mortal enemy, which is Hobgoblin, and then you have the other lesser guys. But yeah. I would say, like, as far as Tarantula, like, the, yeah. you know, like, you got guys out I there. I think this is in a different language. It could be. I think that's why. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Because Punisher was not called. That's not how you He's called El Punisher? Punisher? No, if it was Spanish, I'd be able to read it. Are you kidding me? I'm from Texas. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to derail things like that. I'll I'll do my own research on that. <laughs> on the way home, I'll be... I'll be, I'll be who's this home. guy? Who's yeah, this guy? guy? Who's that guy? What Why is he wearing that? I'd be like, ah, oh, here's the story. Here's the story of a man named Peter <laughs> who was bitten by a radioactive spider. Anyway, it's, what else you got in our news? Well, speaking of bad costumes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good segue. Yeah, well, I can't wait to hear this one. The director of Shazam goes to social media to talk about the suit. Oh, this should be good. All right. The Gaston suit. And basically, David S. Sandberg is the director. He just skirted around the whole. He was asking, like, the questions were asked was like, why is the cape so short? And he's like, I wanted to go old school, original with the cape, you know, because it's it's shorter than the okay, standard, like yeah, Superman yeah, yeah. and Batman sure. and so on. And they made them longer since right, right, movies right. and television stuff, so they they've changed it enough. But he wanted to do the original suit, basically for Shazam. Okay. All right, all right. And then of course they were talking about the lightning ball. Why is that so short? It's, again, that's the it's the costume. oh, it's nerds just nitpicking. Exactly, they're they're really getting it. So nobody asked him, which, which, which I doubt, and fucking doubt at all, the fact that nobody goes, why does it look like shit? Why like, does it look like either it's packed with muscles? But apparently, somebody kind of tried to ask that question. Uh huh. And his response was the fact is is that. Zachary Levi has better range of motion for his performance. In a rubber suit? Yes. <sighs> he is able to bend his body. You'll find that a lot of things that look cool are impractical, and it takes a couple of tries in making these suits. So apparently that apparently the suits that we saw as a picture are not the final product. Oh, well, okay, again, we kind of figured that because when you take a photo on the set, it's never – when we saw Jamie Foxx on set on The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he looked like a Smurf came in his face. Yes. 
and he was just all blue. And I'm just like, all right, well, maybe uh, special effects. Maybe there's going to be light. Oh, my God, I smurfed in your smurf. You know, maybe, who knows, there'll be a, a moment where, like, lightning bolts will go through his face or something. And it did. So I'm kind of. It's nothing to do with his fucking face. <laughs> it's the Popeye arms that I'm like worried about. Uh, yeah, it's the pillowed, it's the pill, sewed and pillowed uh, muscles that they they put in this costume. They threw, they even threw a sock in his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do any of the other people who wear superhero costumes complain about not having range of motion? Um, you know, well, like is Captain oh, yeah. America bitching? Oh is no, Chris no. Evans? Apparently, uh, um, uh, uh, fuck. Um, what was his name? Uh, like the Pen- first Batman, not, not Adam West. Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. I complained about the suit. I couldn't go to the bathroom in it. No, no, no. I'm not talking about old school people because costumes, superhero costumes, then were made differently than now. Sure. Uh, now you so, can actually do digitally. I mean, let's face it. I, so when he says like, "Oh, you know, those the the it's really restricting," and he has a better range of motion, yada yada yada. We won't go Iron Man because Iron Man's in a big. It's not the same kind of suit. You know what I mean? And but, it, but like, it's also computerized. Is, you all computerized. Yeah. is Henry Cavill complaining about his suit? Is Chris Evans complaining about his suit? I, I They're all. Did, did did Spidey complain about his suit? I forgot. Uh, Tom Holland. I hope not. I mean, that's a one. That's a onesie. You know, <laughs> it is too. Yeah, but I, the, but but the thing is, is that Zach Zachary Levi never complained about his suit. It right. was the fact that we're complaining, going. It looks like shit. I know, but the the the, the director is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's saying no, no, no. These suits these days are really hard to move around in, and they're uncomfortable, and you don't have as great of range of motion. Yada yada yada. But all these other actors who are wearing all these other suits for all these other movies, they're not complaining about it. So why do you look like you have a fucking party city costume on? I, I again, I I am holding, I I'm holding like on my. Well, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a suit. But I also am realizing that haven't we got to see what it looks like on camera. Um, maybe that it has to be bright because it's... Remember, it's also the, the superhero costume of a child. No, I think that the bright red color is genius. DC's too fucking dark. They need something bright. Right. So, like, that I'm not mad at all. It's the... It's, uh, yeah. it's the way yes, that I the muscles are built. I don't care about the color. Right. I don't care about the cape size. Right. I don't care about the lightning bolt. Nope. None of that matters. No. It looks like it no looks like a party. No one fights like Shazam. No one <laughs> right. fights like Shazam. Right. No one That's ever. That's what it looks like. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. Like uh, a party the Gaston, city. The Gaston at, at Disney World that insults you. <laughs> Looks better than that Shazam costume. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't see, folks, is Ed swinging his finger around like he's like like a wafer. Like in the court of law. <laughs> y- your Honor, that suit looks like I shit. I object. I object, Your Honor. I object. This. You're out of order. It's the structure of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and Ed, Ed said it before. It looks like you could put your whole fucking hand in between right. his shoulder and the top, like you could pick him yeah. up by it and be like, <laughs> by his "What are you doing? Like, Hold on, I gotta get into my chest." You grab by the, the shoulder right. blade to just lift up. Like, oh, right. Oh, my muscle kind of flew to the side. Yeah. Let me just kind right. of shift, reaching there. Like, like I get it. This dude's supposed to be giant. Like apparently Shazam is super fucking big. Right. Right. Then maybe Zachary Levi's not who you should have cast for that. Role. I, 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 I am. I again. <laughs> 
I am holding my judgments. I like Zachary Levi. I think he is actually, believe it or not, a I, good a good choice for Shazam. I like I like Zachary Levi. Not, he could have. Not, there's no way he could have ever. I've looked up Shazam since we've been having this conversation <laughs> all these weeks about this, and I I know what the motherfucker looks like. Okay, he's huge. The Rock would have been genius. Except apparently, The Rock's playing the bad guy. Yes. So like that, whatever. But like. John Cena can't act his way out of a paper bag, so you can't get him. Batista is playing for the other team, so you can't get him either. Not to mention, he's not the best actor in the world. You know what I mean? So, like, I get it. You got to get somebody. But, like, you need to get somebody that can be that big. Like, for (laughs) real. You have... There, you can't just bulk the fuck up like that. Not legally. It's like... like, I mean, I'm going to have Dr. Levi and, and who's playing Superman... Uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill stand next to each other, and you go, "Yeah, one of these things is not like the other." And what is one the wrong one? Ben got really big for ben Batman. Ben got jacked. Okay, yeah. Even Ben's bigness of how jacked he got for the Batman that that we got is not big enough for Shazam. I I I, I understand. You mean like and. Zachary Levi has not been Affleck size. Again, I am, I am, I am Team Zach on this one. Like I said, I like Zachary Levi. I like him. And Chuck, and I like him personally because I've seen him in interviews and stuff. He's a really nice guy, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I really pull for him when he gets a role somewhere. I'm like, wow, you know, he's a really good guy. I, I you know, I want to support him. Yo, is it good for him? Because but he's... then you go, whoa, <laughs> that picture, because there ain't no fucking CGI. He didn't Smurf get smurfed on in his face, <laughs> right. so it ain't a face problem. Right, it's that body problem. If they smurfed his body, I'd be like, all right, you know what? It's gonna be CGI suit. I'm in. I'll I'll I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow like, like you know. Hopefully, right. it'll be better than Green Lantern's animated <laughs> suit. But let's 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 wait it out. But like you see this, and you're like, hey, there's no way to fix that. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw it, I was like, all right, that's where they're going. All right, let's it, let's ride this out. You know, I'm like, I I, I believe in Zach. And if Zach can sell it, I'll I'll believe he can wear a trash bag and pull it off. All right. Uh, um, and we'll you look find at me out. Funny. We'll find out. When's it coming out? Next year, probably? Yeah. We'll, two we'll, years? We'll, hopefully a trailer. We'll get a trailer soon for it. Pro- uh, maybe by by time uh, Aquaman comes out. Yeah. Yeah, we could see a Shazam trailer. I'd be, I'd be thrilled. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, no, I think... Uh, you had her jinx me. I got that tingle right at the nose. It's like... That buzz. It's like... Uh, look at the light. We're going to have to get an exorcist. Really? Yeah, because after two plus shoes, it's it, the demon's in you. <laughs> oh! All right, Thank you. the old priest and the young <laughs> priest. It demon's in me. <laughs> and then it leaves. Oi! I hate that place. All right, what else you got? Uh, earlier you were talking about uh, John Wick. Yes. Holly Berry is going to join the cast. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm making this up. Uh, I'm, I'm like, right. Oscar winner Halle Berry uh, from Kingsman Golden Circle and X-Men franchise to co-star with Keanu Reeves in the forthcoming John Wick Chapter 3, playing the female co-lead named Sophia. In, de- in addition to Lionsgate, has also announced Angelica Houston from the Royal Tenenbaums, Aisha Kate Dillon from Orange is the New Black, Mark... Cassios from Brother of the Brotherhood of the Wolf and Jason McAdoo <laughs> yes, from the league. Stacy was hosting the last one was going Momoa. <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out who the Aisha from Orange is the New Black. I'm sure if you go and look at John Wick three, I'm sure you'll have photos of. of uh, uh, I've also joined the cast. Furthermore, Yanni Yanyan Rabuli and CP 
<laughs> off Rahom. You'd think you're reading a Japanese anime video game. With this. It feels like it does. Uh, from the Raid films, uh, as I'm um, oh, okay. Targa Hu Chen, who starred in uh, Ree's Man Tai Chi, and all the uh, face off against John Wick. All right. Uh... Oh, look, I'm in. I love that fucking series. I can't. Going into the first one, I was like, all right, Keanu Reeves doing kung fu and shooting. I'm already, yeah, it's going to be like a, a no, no brainer kind of a, yeah, I'm going to yeah. turn my brain off. And. Watching that movie, and it's like a work of art watching him in that film. And then to come going, walking out, going, God, that was so good. And then seeing the second one going, I can't believe they did it again. I don't, and you know, because they went a little more deeper into that world. And I'm like, all right, you know. This movie, John Wick 1, was probably the, the swan song for Keanu Reeves and all the action films he'd done yeah. before it, like Ronin 47, the Matrix movies. Hey, remember the, me in the, remember me in the to Bill and Ted's or hey, remember me in the Matrix? Yeah. You know? This this movie really brought it forth to where like the action was spot on that you could go, you know, enjoy it. And you're right, when they did the second one, you're like, well, they fucking did it again. It wasn't like a rehash of the first one, which was great, because that was that yeah. was the other thing. Like you're like you're you're gonna get like a dumbed down sequel of, of the first one, basically, with a slightly different you know right. bad guy or whatever. But this one was a totally different. Uh, it, it opened. It gave you a bigger picture of the world that John Wick used to it lives in, and you're yes. like, I love that that world. Like it's, I would love to see other like you created a universe out of this one character, and it is so rich. Like I would love to see like a movie of just. Uh, just people go interactions in the hotel. Mm-hmm. No one getting killed. Just the story of like them, them going from point A to point B. How that whole that whole society works. And then you see a little bit more of it in John Wick Two. And I'm like, I just want more. Yeah. Like I want that world. And and John Wick just being a part of it. And I'm going. It's I'm fascinated with it. I was like, give me books, give me novels, give me comic books, give me give me a video game. I want it all. I want to I want to bathe in the well of John Wick. <laughs> Just don't kill his dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got there in there? Need. Um, uh, anybody Clue fans from the board game to the movie? Yeah, yes. Uh, Clue's a, a classic. Clue is a classic. I mean, not only board game wise, but also that movie. I mean, it, that's it's it's something. I I always enjoyed that movie. So if they made another Clue movie, would you be in? Yes. I, I mean, oh, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> slow your roll there. I mean. I, I, what if I told you? Yeah, okay, I got to hear more. Not only do you get another Clue movie, but it's a rated R movie. <laughs> okay. And the writers of Deadpool 2 are writing this one. Uh, sh- yeah. Um, sure. Or would you like what's behind door number one? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll go see that movie. A rated R Clue. Is Ryan Reynolds going to be in it? Why, yes. Really? Actually, Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is a part of this movie. Uh, uh, I don't know in what fashion yet, what, whether he's going to, what he's doing. He'll but apparently, the- Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick are the writers, of course, uh, Deadpool 1 and 2 in Zombieland, and are currently working on the screenplay. They've told me, uh, MTV, MTV fans. All right. What fans, no, what fans expect the new version, including an R rated. We just don't want to make a rehash of the original movie because it wouldn't be proper to that original cast and the original movie itself. We wanted to kind of build on that, and that's what they're uh, here. Here, here's my my. I'm throwing this in the ring. Uh, Ryan Reynolds plays the Tim Curry role as the butler. Okay, 
You know, he's kind of like the host, kind of everything. I don't want Ryan Reynolds to to. I don't. I think that Tim Curry was. When people think Tim Curry, you either think um, personally, you either think Clue, It, or Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right, 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 right. Like those in my head, those are three big ones. Sure, I go that the clue way for that. Right, it is what it is. Shoot me. It was kind of scary for me as a kid, and right. you know, my mama didn't let me watch Rocky Horror Picture Show as a little kid. Okay, <laughs> I had to get a little older before she let me see that. So for me, it's Clue. I don't want Ryan Reynolds to 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 backdoor behind something that Tim Curry did. I, I was like, seeing- I like Ryan, and I think Ryan's a great actor, but. Don't yeah, mess but, up my Tim Curry role. Right, but if it's a completely different... I, here's my... Here's the reason why I'm for it is because I would want someone... Because I do like Tim Curry so much in that role, I, anybody well, else would be kind of a lesser person in my eyes. I, you would need like well, a Robert Downey Jr. or something. Go ahead. Ed. Well, the thing is is that it's really just Ronald, Ronald Reynolds' Maximum Effort Production Company that's okay. actually going to produce the film. So whether or not he's going to be he's in, in the film is questionable. Okay, right. so he's involved, but he's not necessarily. Yeah, he's probably, he's and guy this, is not a, this is not a remake of it. They're going to. It'd be a different story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, hey, we, there was this one thing, this one time that this happened. and Yeah, I mean, like, how many times can you solve a fucking murder with who did it in the ha- in what room with what weapon? They've been I doing mean, that, that story for decades. <laughs> I know, but that's the premise, of, that's the premise yeah. of Clue, is who did it in what room with what weapon. Like, sure. that's what you do. If they move from that, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you want to redo Clue, fine. Or not necessarily redo it, but continue on with the story. Like, I think that that's great. You have to ultimately try to figure out who did it in what room with what, what weapon. Sure. So, like, as long as they stick to that. As long as they stick to Mr. Who Peacock. Did it? Did it. <laughs> right. You know what? Miss Peacock in Miss... the dining room with the candlestick. Sure. <laughs> as long as they stick to, like, the general three criteria that you have to have in a Clue movie. I don't really care, like, who's in it. Screw I mean, put pump the brakes on that one. The Scooby Doo Clue. (laughs) They've done enough with the new Scooby Doo. Okay, you leave Scooby out of this. Have you seen the new Scooby? I mean, it's pretty bad. No, to me, the last thing I saw Scooby Doo in it was the Scooby Natural. The new Scooby Doo (laughs) show has a whole different looking Scooby. Uh, Scooby looks like Scooby. Maybe dropped one too many hits of acid. <laughs> all right. It's not good at all. All right, Ed, so what else you got there in the news? Uh, the Men in Black series. Did you were a fan? Uh, I liked the first one. The second one was okay. third one was, eh. you know, it, it's Don't kind you of, have a collector's thing from I do, the third huh? movie? Oh, I, okay. do have, I, do have, I have all three in, in one set. <laughs> I, and I got it for the, the collectible bobble, uh, what's the worm, guys? Oh, oh, um... Shit. Guys forget. in the coffee room. Yeah, the guys in the coffee room came with a, a statue that he kind of wiggles, like he's uh, like, a, like a bobblehead kind of thing, except uh, it's a bobble body, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why I got it. <laughs> like, had I would have waited, I would have definitely gotten the steel book tri- three pack, but uh, <laughs> all move all three movies in a nice steel book. But uh, like they they were okay. I didn't hate them. Uh, the first one I think is great. The second one was good. The third one was like all right, you know. Um, why are they making a Men in Black four? Well, they're 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 working on a new kind of series of Men in Black, and uh, one of the major one of big actors going to be a they're in talks now with this actor to be in the movie, and I'm just going to keep 
you know, stumbling along until I get to Liam Neeson is actually the Liam one. Liam Neeson? Yes, is in talks with Sony and for the upcoming reboot of the Men in Black franchise. Now, apparently they're going to have the role. It's going to be like a, the the Men in Black branch in London. Okay. Uh, type of thing. Apparently, though, on board already, uh, if if he gets on the film, is the fact is Chris Helmsworth uh-huh. and Tessie Thompson right. are going to be on, on the, in the film. For those who don't know, that's uh, Thor and Valkyrie. From the Thor Ragnarok, from, from yes, Thor- which it is in the, art, in the article here that they mentioned it. And it has nothing to do, which is so, so it's this thing, with the Men in Black... Uh, twenty three mashup with the twenty one Jump Street. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they're still doing that one. All right. Apparently, it's still in the works, but it's very complicated, according to um, uh, where was he? Uh, uh, fuck. Well, it's not Will Smith. Barry Sonnenfeld. Then no, no, the, he was the producer. One of the, of the actors movies. from Men in Black. Uh, not Men in Black from uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. You know, Mel, that there was it was more complicated than they thought it would be, but they're working out. They're still working out the details. For right. That it's movie. like, okay, how do we get this? Where, where do we go? How do we make it funny? You know, yeah, yada yada yada. All right. <laughs> okay. I thought Liam Neeson said he was done after um he the the train movie. I think he was done making action movies. But Men in Black's not going to be an action movie. They consider more, con- con- more of a comedy than an, an action movie. Or sci-fi If he's movie. not... Okay, let's put it this way. He could be the villain and never once be, like, in a car chase. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would say, like, I would say that in the first one, uh, Vincent... Uh, not- who plays Agent K? Um, Tommy Lee Jones? Yes, sorry. I, I was wanted to call him Two-Face. He is Two-Face in... Um, yeah, Batman forever. Okay, it's his real name I couldn't think of. I mean, they did some kind of, like, quote-unquote action-y stuff, him and Will... Sure, but if it came down I mean, the road, I, I wouldn't say it's you know taken action. Yeah, but John the, Wick. The Liam, Liam Neeson's but... like said he's retired like several times. Like after Phantom Menace, before Phantom Menace was actually shown in theaters, he said he was retiring from acting. Oh, so he does this regularly? Yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not okay. something that you go, oh, he's he's retiring. Oh, you know, it's like, a shame. He done. Yeah, he's yeah, like, you know, what I'm, I'm I'm done doing this kind of movies, and someone will be like, hey, well. Here's somebody to do a romantic comedy, and he'd be like, "All right, well, that's not me hanging off the edge of a of a train. I'm in. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, I don't have to leave the house that often because it's like we're filming right in your backyard. All right, I'm there. It's like, well, if it's, I don't think he'll, I don't, I'll be surprised if you see him in like a special effectsy outside of the Men in Black. But I think he'll be like uh, just a guy. I don't, you're not gonna find him. I, I don't know. I just if he's not the lead character, I think that's what he's looking at. Like how Denzel Washington's the lead in the Equalizers. The Equalizer is absolutely an action movie. Totally is, and that's why Denzel's <laughs> good at it. But I'm sure at some point Denzel's going to go. How old am I? I don't know if I could do this anymore. Like I don't know if Equalizer Three is going to be more like I just need some equal in my coffee. You know, <laughs> like uh, that's what's going to you know make me fine. Uh, the dad joke. Dad Thank jokes, you. here we go. All right, so uh, Liam Neeson, okay. Again, going toe-to-toe against Chris Helmworth, Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. All right. And Tessa Thompson. All right. I'll, I, you know what? I'll, I'll, sure, why not? I got to see a trailer yeah. before I can make my judgment. All right, what else? Um, James Mangold. He was the guy who did the movie Logan. He's actually done a lot of things yes. with Hugh Jackman. Um, you think he's a good director? I think he's a fine director. Yes, fine, I, fine director. I think every movie I've seen him direct, I was I kind of enjoyed. 
Would you see him like to see him direct a Star Wars movie? Sure, why not? Give everyone a chance. All right. I mean, they, apparently they're free willing it with anybody. <laughs> and if they don't like the way one's going, they'll just replace him with another one. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, apparently he's working on a Boba Fett movie. Uh, of course. Okay. All right. And then apparently Lucasfilm is in, so it's not like he's working on something. Like, <laughs> he's just, yeah, I'm, I'm just on my, I'm my pet pirate project, and I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> uh, Disney was like. Sure, we like that Logan picture. That worked pretty well for yeah. you. So, all right. Uh, so, yeah. So he's uh, he's he's working on the script right now, as as we speak. Um, and he's uh, he, he's he's kind of been like working on this for a little while. They just kind of kept it on wraps for a little bit. So it's uh, uh, it, but he, but he's been working on some other projects uh, with with some other actors and directors. But they didn't get to do too much. He's been job. doing his regular job, and this is kind of like a side project kind Pretty of much, thing. Yeah, like, he, I had an idea, and they asked me, I'm I'm writing a spec script, maybe, and then hand it to them. And if they like it, then I'm in. Right. But who knows? You and I could come up with a better script at any moment, and they hand it Disney, Disney going, yeah, we like that one way, way, way more. And we'll hire you two as directors. Yeah. That ain't happening, but they're getting some of that Disney money. Because <laughs> apparently they've they've always wanted to do a Boba Fett movie. Apparently the Josh Trank was uh, attached to direct it, <laughs> but after the the creative differences that Trank showed in the Fantastic Four movie, they dropped him. Apparently in 2015 they were ready to do a teaser trailer for the. They apparently been working on it somewhat, I guess, with it. And they were ready to show some kind of teaser trailer at the 2015 uh, D23 Expo. And it didn't happen. Uh, at the last minute, it got all, uh, you know, yanked. yanked. Because of what Josh tried You got did. yanked from Tranked. Tranked. <laughs> Trank tanked. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, why not? Sure. I mean, you can kind of make... It's going to sound weird. You can kind of make Boba Fett almost kind of like a Logan character, very Western. Yeah, like he's a bounty hunter. It's worked for it worked for Clint Eastwood's career. PG thirteen. Um. Yeah, I think you can. I think you I can want do that to be right. R. A Boba Fett movie. Huh. I, I think if the movie's done, I mean, Disney's not going to do it, but no. But I think that if if done right, a PG thirteen movie, you can go in and not know that it's. A PG thirteen movie, you can still have the violence and the and the you know you don't have to be hard on the language. In order to be a PG thirteen, you can say shit as much as you want, but the moment you drop the f bomb, it becomes uh, an R rated movie. You got one, you know, you get one f bomb, and that's why uh, keep it in the PG thirteen range. I know, but in, I'm not a Boba Fett expert, first and foremost. <laughs> but when I think about Boba Fett, he's brutal. You know what I mean? Like in a in a, um, I'm the baddest bounty hunter, and I'll fuck you up, and I'll get my hunt all the time, every time, kind of. I, I mean, I've, I don't know where you heard that. I've, I've only seen, you know, get two people, maybe. Like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ed right. would probably know more about Boba Fett. Let me, than let I. me, let me, let me put, let me paint a picture for you. Uh, paint us a picture. Ed. There's stories of Boba Fett that make him a badass, right? But we don't see those stories. Right. We still only see what we see in film. Right. And he's... A bumbling a, idiot. A bumbling idiot. <laughs> so you go... I, don't get me wrong. I mean, Boba Fett's one of my favorite characters. Right. And I, I like him. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> Sorry. He always does it. <laughs> and you think it's funny every time he does it. I think it's funny. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm trying to get some knowledge on Mr. Fett, okay? All right. So you, you kind of know his character. I mean, you... 
You've seen it in Clone Wars. He's a clone of, of Jango Fett. He grows up to become a bounty hunter. He becomes a, he's, he's, uh, uh, uses his armor from his family of Mandalorians. That's, that, that's what the armor comes from. It's a special type of armor that they use in their clans by their colors and their, and their uh, symbols that they use. And he becomes a bounty hunter because that's what the Mandalorians are warriors, and that's the best job that they can do if they're not in wartime, if it's in peacetime. Right. So they become bounty hunters. So that's the reason why he does what he does. So I'm like, and you kind of see his life painted. The, the best parts of his life are on film already. Right. And through Clone Wars. Right. Because you, you see him as a child in, in the prequels. In Clone Wars, he's still a child. He meets up with a, with a, with a gang of bounty hunters that yeah. kind of teach him the ropes of how to become a bounty hunter. And he is kind of a badass. I'm not saying he's not a badass, but he's a child. So he's a, a right. t- like, it's like, you know, like, like, you know, if you had regular size Boba Fett and kid Boba Fett, who's more of a badass? Uh, right. Yeah. He's, you know, 50, 50. But anyway, the, the idea though, is the fact is, is that like for Boba Fett, like we've seen it. I'm like, this is, this is the movie. I'm like, yeah, no, this is the movie we don't need. Really? I'd love the, the to Boba see, Fett I'd movie? love to see a Boba Fett movie. I'd love to see Boba Fett being an ensemble cast with something. The one, the characters I want to see are the ones from Clone Wars. People that barely see it, like they're they're not huge fans, be- or the, they just go to movies and they don't watch the television shows. Because there's some badass characters in that one. There's a there's a bounty hunter, Count Bane, that is way better than Boba Fett. He always, his jobs are always done. No matter what job he gets, <laughs> he does it. He, he He's fucking badass. He's he's the guy that you'd get rated R movie, Cad Bane. Like, that's the guy to get. Ahsoka Tano is another one. She's the Padawan right. of, of Attica and Skywalker, which nobody knows about because it's only in Clone Wars that, that she was brought and then she was brought back into. I thought uh, Anakin killed all the kids. No, 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 no. no she was she, she was assigned to her him as his Padawan through the Clone Wars, which nobody knows about. Oh, yeah, again, go watch the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, but so the cartoon has nothing to do with one, two, and three because no, didn't it does. He kill it's, all it's, the it's, babies. It's it's it's. it's between two and three, it's between episode two and three. So he kills clone. all the children, and then he gets another children. No, 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 no. Well, he has Again, the chi- he has the, the, he the, has the, the Clone Wars TV show. Right, the cartoon starts at the end of episode two. Right before he goes and oh, kills- he kills the kids in three. Yes. yes. Okay, I get two and three mixed up. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I apologize. So During- so so it, it, before before he kills all the younglings before he commits mass murder right before he does that <laughs> because that's the most badass character of them all. If he's killing kids then you can't fucking be dead. <laughs> Boba Fett's a pussy. <laughs> you know because Boba Fett ain't killing no kids. Fucking Darth Vader's doing it. Yeah I don't think you, you don't got a shot there Boba. Move on. Hey kid look at this. Oh, sorry, a hole in your head. <laughs> um, uh, where was I? Uh, oh, so like for like for the so like Boba Fett is like thing, but Cad Bane's in the Ahsoka Tana. I mean, she left the order. So like, what happens after she leaves? Like, there's a gap between um, uh, the Clone Wars and Rebels that she's gone. You don't know what she's been doing. She apparently still practicing the Jedi Order. She's just not a Jedi member. She leaves the the order. She has to in the end of Clone Wars. Well, she doesn't have to. They just accuse her of a crime that she never committed. Uh, the only one who believes her is Anakin, her, is, uh, the, the, his, her master. And he finds out who the, the, the actual... Uh, who the real killer was, is. The real killer was, the culprit was of, of, this, of this crime. And basically frees her. But she decides to leave the Order because nobody in the Jedi Order believed her. 
over you know anybody else. They automatically accused her of being this criminal because of her abilities. But it was this another fucking Jedi. But it was another Jedi that well, actually was another Jedi Padawan that actually caused the crime. So that's why it was could right. be her. So do you think that? I mean, it's Disney at this point because that's this who owns it. Do you think that Disney is giving these movies like the Solo story and the Boba Fett movie because? You know, uh, quote unquote, nobody asked for it because those characters are like more known and will draw you in. Of course, because I, even if these characters from Clone Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, even if these characters from Clone Wars, as cool as they may be, nobody knows about them. Wait, okay, so well, it would be taking a bigger gamble to put to give them movies and do that than it would be to give Boba Fett, who everyone knows who that is. Well, a sure, movie. it's because nostalgia sells. Right. You get the kids into those seats because you got a character that their parents know. Right. Like so it's like, hey, we're gonna bring we're gonna here's episode seven with Han, Leia, and Luke all back together, and you're like, I'm in. And then you pack the seats, and then all of a sudden all these new kids go, That BB 8s really cool. That's a good thing he's in the sequel. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so is these other guys, but first we gotta kill off this guy and make your parents cry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like Oh, and then you then now the kids are dragging your the parents to go see episode eight. You got there's that switch that they're trying to find. So I think like the Han Solo movie, while it brings in the old crowd, you still you're bringing your kids. Kids, I love this character growing up. You know, it's the only way I can, I don't I can block out the pain of episode seven. Yeah. is by watching the young adventures, the young Han Solo adventures, and then you, maybe you bring in like at the end of, um, okay. I'm going to try to say this without spoiling it. At the end of the Han Solo movie, there was a character that showed up. Right. That character was a big surprise. Yes. It was the thing that I thought. I was like, well, was that person actually wholly there? Okay. Is that how I can put it? All right. (laughs) Apparently, he wasn't. He was kind of, you might say... If you say too much... Half the man he used to be. Yes. There you go. Yes. Half the man he used to be. (laughs) And... It was there, like that you saw it, because I, it, I, you didn't notice it. I don't know if you noticed it. I was thought I saw it, but today when I was at work, I was talking to a, a coworker, and he saw it, and he's like, "No, it was totally there." Like, and how is that? How is that character who isn't normally tied to Han Solo? How is that character going to play in this role? Yeah, you know. So, but that character being in there is only there if you watched the cartoons. Right, the Clone Wars series. The Clone Wars series. So it's it's they, they kind of got a character in there from the comics that everyone really, really liked and that they thought, you know, was was kinda... Yeah, but that character is also pre known. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like they didn't just pull one from the Clone Wars and say this person is specific to the Clone Wars. You're right. He, you know this this character is great. Yeah, in but it. The, the thing is, this is like, what we're gonna do. You, you thought that character was done, like that was the thing, and, and, and right. And the Clone Wars brought him back to life in a way, and and brought him in in, in a new in a new way in, into the show. And you go okay, and then he actually makes it all the way like <laughs> to Rebels. I mean, like he, right. how far he gets. Because there's another showdown that he has. I can't go any further. He <laughs> just always like, stops. Really, people right now are going. All right, we now know who it is. Thanks for spoiling it. You know? Only if they seen Clone right. Wars. Yeah, and and the, and the only way the tie-in is works is, is that if you knew the name of the group 
and and so on like like the the name dropping that they were using in the in the movie and you knew you can relate it back to something else in the show then you go all right now i see the connection now right. i know why he's there right and that's the, the only reason why so it's like maybe disney was trying to figure out maybe that's part of what they were trying to fix by bringing ron howard in going this is what we want to do go do it right. you know and the other guys didn't want to do it because they were too busy making yuck yuck jokes you know right. Like, hey, you know, the whole – another thing about the movie I just didn't really like was the, the robot, L3 or L7 or whatever her name was. L3, yeah. L3. Just, I'm like, I didn't get the character. L337. Yeah. I yeah, I was just like I didn't find the character at all interesting. Like, it Well, was, I was just saying there was a whole subplot with her that was cut out. And I, as far as it should have should, cut it all completely out. You know, I, I didn't really – I thought the character was kind of pointless. Like, I didn't, like, I would, like, throw that off the edge of a cliff. I'm like, all right. You're like, I was thankful that that, that, that story came to an end. Because <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, I, but the thing is, is that there, there was a more poignant thing, a reason why, you know, again, it's just like without going right. any further, it'll be spoiling it. But the thing is, is that there was a reason why that she was there and why she's now where she is. And it's important. Uh, sure. If I guess, I was just like they couldn't have done. They, they, I just her character just not appeal. Plus, also she sounded like the woman who who's plays Captain Phasm. Yes, that was the problem I had because we at the end of the movie, uh, she we were both like, is that her? I'm like, it sounds like her. It isn't. It's not her. It's not the actress at all. Yeah, we just, Seal and I were talking about it yesterday, and she goes, she goes, she sounded familiar, and I'm like, yeah, she sounded like Captain Phasm, but it wasn't her. And I looked her up like that night. I think. Like, yeah, we home. did too. The moment we walked out, I was like, "Okay, who played the voice of the robot? Because is it her? It's not. It's someone completely different." I'm going. She sounded way too much like Captain Phasm. Like every time she opened her mouth, I was like, "Who is this?" Right. And that also bothered me, I guess, a little bit as like a, as a viewer. I'm going, "Couldn't they gotten like someone else? Like you know, like Rosie O'Donnell or somebody? Like <laughs> somebody that like, could have done like a different voice? You know, like." And I guarantee you, ling 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 with the challenge. <laughs> like I, ding, 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 I was like, bell. I would have been. I, they could have had her regurgitate what do you call it, Joan Rivers lines from Spaceballs, and I would have been happier. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> <sighs> get Kathy Griffin now. She gonna, yeah, she, she needs a job, up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like that character just kind of went nowhere with me. I was just like, I didn't relate to the character. Right? <laughs> I didn't find I'm not that, a, I'm not a technosexual so I didn't get it. I, I I didn't find their character really poignant or she was used as a device to do one thing in that movie and she did it to help she was a MacGuffin. Eric Parrott was it was like we need a character to do this. Here they are. We're going to have this person do that and it'll help everybody else in the long run because nobody else can do it. You know, it's like, oh, all right. I just it just didn't. That was one of the meh moments remember, in the movie. Really? Yeah. I was just like, I don't really care about that robot. That's because he's used to C-3PO and R2. No, I mean, I don't even like BB-8. BB-8's a cute little sassy thing. And uh, K-2-S-1 or whatever they name, K-R-S-1, you know, the, the rapper. K-2-S-O. Yeah, I liked him. I liked the majority of the robots. I liked the characters that they appeal. This one just didn't do it for me. I was like, I, was she trying to be sassy? Was she trying like, was she like, she kind of was sassy. He was like, hey, remember that, that sassy robot you liked from Rogue One? Well, we're going to do it again, except now it's we're going to gender bender and make her a social justice warrior because it's the past or future. 
I don't know <laughs> because that once upon a time in a galaxy, you know, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, that always means like it's way, way, way back in the past. <laughs> you know, so it's like, hey, here's a sassy little robot that wants to become Norma Ray. You know, <laughs> and it's like, all right, sure. I'm sure there was a real point in there somewhere. Maybe I just missed it because I'm a a, a guy. I don't know. Like, <laughs> a guy? I, I don't know. Well, I'm a, I am I am I'm, I'm suspect number one. I'm a middle aged white male, heterosexual male. So right away, any kind any kind of like questionable like social justice worry, I'm already suspect number one. So it's like that's how I always felt about. It. Let's talk about some real issues. You're white and you're middle aged and you're a guy and you're straight. You, you get no say. <laughs> like, sorry, your your opinions are automatically wrong. So maybe that's the reason why I didn't connect with the character. I don't know. It's just it just wasn't there for me. I mean, the, the, the whole point of her character wasn't really to be there for you. I mean, like, well, I mean, this, just she was there for a reason, and the reason happened, and that was it. And we just moved on. So you'll never see her again. I am thankful. You'll never have to worry and about she her never, again. Then, then you didn't need to make her so quirky of a character. If she had, like, she could have just been a generic robot, as far as I was concerned. Like, she could have talked like this the entire movie, and I would have been like, that at least was acceptable as a robot, you know? <laughs> yeah, she get the voice of Robbie the Robot to do, you I, know? I mean, like, bring him in. And, no, let's get They the got Woody Harrelson. Why not fix Yeah, sure, why not? Like, they got, you know, they got a woman who sounds too much like Captain Phasm. <laughs> like, I think that's what really bothers you It the did, whole it did thing. bother like, me. That, like, every time she opened her mouth, I was like, well, who is that? But that's the thing, though. She was a more poignant. The, the, the L three character was more poignant than Captain Phasm was in the in two movies combined. I completely understand. Captain Phasm is the Jaws of the Star Wars series <laughs> for James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, James, you kill her, she comes back. You don't know how. She's just there, yeah, right? Just like, and I'm like, okay, I get. I at least get that trope. I was just like, all right, I'm I'm in. Is Captain, Captain Phasm going to show up in the third one? If she does, I'm in. Like, <laughs> she comes in and Nick, she she's more machine than man. She becomes the new Vader. Like, you know, <laughs> kind of like <sighs> FN three two one seven. No, they're like, I'm totally in. I want to see her solo movie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a you solo. Know, movie. I would like to see There's a standalone movie. Game Captain Phasm movie. Uh, where'd she come from? Why she wear that silver suit? Yeah, why? Why is all of a sudden her all buffed out? You know, all the other ones have that nice white, you know, it's, shine. It's because when she was a kid, she had to deal with the Ewoks. Ah, uh, maybe you know, that's she the was, little teddy bear things, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Ewoks She's a real chrome she was, dome. She was in. She was the child. She was the female uh, character. And there's two Ewok movie adventure movies that were made for TV in the '80s. Oh, there are Ewok movies? Yes. yes. I was kind of making a joke, and I was like, I want an Ewok movie. Yeah, there was two of them. There's and two a of cartoon. Them, and a cartoon. But the, the two movies <laughs> have this little blonde hair girl. That's who Captain Phasm is. That's, that's behind the scenes. That's, like, the, that's, that's the same actress who played. Uh, so she was Captain Phasm. And, and, uh, Aren't they like the unsung heroes of the whole thing anyways? <laughs> the, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Cute little teddy bears. Yep. That's why. That's, that's why. Outfit. That's why guys kind of go after a while. They're like, "Yeah, I didn't really like Return of Jedi because these teddy bears saved the day." Like, how does that happen? And I'm like, uh, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's basically it's it's it's, it's basically the same reason why the we call it the Lord of the Rings. It's nature. It's it's we go um in environment versus mechanical. Yeah, 
You know, it's like, hey, here's the we're the greatest fleet ever. Dan, 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 dan. All of a sudden, here comes a little teddy bear looking for the, <laughs> for the spear and goes, and then you die. You're like, how did that happen? Low tech solution all the time. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, hit him with a stick. That's right. <laughs> if you don't know, throw a rock at it. <laughs> or if you can time it right, two big branches can slam down on either side of someone's head. <laughs> and make it go all wobbly. <laughs> that was more of a Java rig. <laughs> it worked. It worked. All right, Ed, what do you say we call it a night? A night. All right, well, thank you very much for listening to Geeksters here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. But of course, if you enjoyed the show, you can thank us by going to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. But of course, if you want to hear the replay with maybe a bonus article or two, you can get the podcast version by going to the About section on our Facebook page, or... Or you can go to, like I said, wordswithgeeks.com. You can go to the iTunes or the uh, Google Play Music. Or that Google Play Music. Yeah, the Google Play Music. They, they, it's there as well. You can always download all the episodes there and have a good time. And, of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at, at, at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye! Welcome back, folks. Yeah. So uh, you missed a total human here. Hear a little behind the scenes thing. I found an article about what the it kid, who the adults of the it kids are going to play, and I'm talking to Ed. Normally, Ed starts leaning into the microphone, starts to have, you know, as we're having this conversation, as if we were on mic. <laughs> and I had to go like, hey, we're not recorded. But he didn't stop. He's still leaning. He didn't even lean back. He's just leaning. He's like, look, make sure you weren't recorded, and still talked on the mic. <laughs> it was fascinating. But anyway, what article? Uh, I gotta be, I gotta be heard somehow. (laughs) What, what's, what's this article? You are a fan of some. (laughs) You say it real dicey. You are a fan. Well, the thing is, is that like when you start thinking about it, you go, you know what? You, you're, you're hit and miss because sometimes you say you're a fan, and then sometimes you're not of some things. I'm, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a a fair weather fan, depending on what it is. Right, and but I think though that you're a fan of this one. You like Disney Channel shows. I, I, there, I am. There are certain shows that are, are I like. I'm a big fan of, and some are like, huh, I'm never. You know what? I don't even know if this is a Disney show. <laughs> What's the name of the show? Well, it's uh, Kim Possible. I love Kim Possible. Oh, Kim yeah. Possible was a Disney show. <laughs> okay, good. Do, 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 do. Uh, Stacy doesn't like Kim Possible, apparently. I love it. I know the article. Oh, all right. They're doing a live action movie. Oh, are they? Kim Possible, yes. I have casting news. Oh, this is where. <laughs> Oh boy, Allison Hannigan. Allison Hannigan and Connie Ray are are joining the cast. Oh yeah, it's the live action Disney. I should have read this article. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she's going to play the mother, uh, Allison Hannigan, and uh, Connie Ray is going to play the grandmother. Okay, so that way you know, get your get get the idea of who they are. Um, So yeah, she's Doctor Anne Possible, and uh, Connie Ray will play the. Grandmother Nana Possible. Okay. Also joining the cast is Todd uh, Stashwick from 12 Monkeys and Taylor Ortega, who will play the fan favorite villains Draken and Shago, respectively. <laughs> uh, Does she go? Um, like, I care. I, 
I well, Kim uh, Shigo was played by uh, Nicole Sullivan. That was her voice. Okay. Um, hold on. I, Clara I, Wilson from OMG. I have no idea what that is, but okay. It is the high school student uh, Athena. And Erica Pham, Mega Pop, as Kim's childhood frenemy, Bonnie. Uh, I'm looking at the cast right now. And Sadie Stanley is Kim Possible. And Sean. Uh, right away, I like that kid. Glambone? I don't care. His name's Sean. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Spelt wrong, though. Oh, fuck him then. He's <laughs> Ron, Ron Stoppable. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm, there you I'm, go. I'm looking here at the cast. Okay, I know who Allison is. Uh, Todd Stashwick is Doctor Draken. I don't, I don't. I'm sure I've probably seen him in something else. Uh, Connie Ray is Nana Possible. Gotcha. Uh, Sadie Stanley. I'm sure she's a Disney kid. Same with Sean Gambroni. Um, oh, it's an I. I thought it was an L. Uh, according to this, G I A Gambroni. Okay. Um. Erica Pham is Bonnie Rockweller. Cute, but I have no idea who she is. Uh, Sierra Wilson is Athena. And Taylor Ortego, Ortega, they don't have a photo of, of, of Taylor, so it, it's a no-name person. A no-name. Uh, Stacy just kind of gave me her head. Like the, you guys know nothing about any of this stuff. She's... Because <laughs> you know why? Because Stacey's rolling her eyes because it's two middle-aged men talking about a, car- a cartoon of the 90s on Disney, the Disney Channel. And that was, you know, Stacey. Yeah, lived. but apparently this was a big part of his life because he talked about Kim Possible a few I, times. And I was kind of like, I'm like, I had to ask, you know, are you a pedophile? Because <laughs> he's no, like. my Okay, here you go. Um, I, Disney, I, even Stevens is a great show. My mom was a huge Disney fan. Yes. So, well, that you told me the explanation right. afterwards. Well, I'm there's every episode of Geeksters could be someone's first no, episode. No, you're right. You're right. So, if you're going to throw that, I once had a Sean if he was a pedophile because he watched all these Disney shows. <laughs> but I'm just explaining it now that why you're telling this is that the reason why he's like, yes, I now, now, and no, but go ahead and continue. Because every time I would come over to the house, she would have either Hannah Montana on or even Stevens. I personally liked Phil the Future. I thought that was a funny show. Uh-huh. Um, even Stevens, I thought was hysterical. They were cute shows, and I'm 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 okay with fluffy shows like that because uh-huh. I'm like, all right, you know, there's some good chuckles. Clarissa, Clarissa explains all. I think that was a Nick. That was Nick. That was Nickelodeon. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to cross any kind of. You know, it's like you know, um, Crips and Bloods there apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Spirit like Star Trek, Star Wars, yeah, kind of yeah, um So, so I used to watch a lot of that shows with my mom, and I feel like as a kid who only grew up with like six channels, and Saturday was the only time I could watch real cartoons. Having like a lot of cartoons on the Disney Channel, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, what's on? And and I see Kim Possible, and I, and I thought it was an actually really interesting show. It was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It was cute. There was you know like there was something about there was a nice appeal to it. The live action version? I don't know if I could. That's like making a live action version of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Like, <laughs> I just kind of feel like. And they did that. Yeah, exactly. And Look how well that turned out. out. Right. I just kind of feel like some things. I, if they would have, if if you would have said these are the voice of the cast of the of a cartoon movie, I would have been like, I'm fine. Cartoons, cool. I I just, you know. 
this is a generation of kids I have no idea are because they're probably the latest and greatest of the Disney machine that's just cranking them out going hashtag not my kid possible <laughs> hashtag Kim not possible <laughs> you know I'm sure there's somebody at Disney walking through a high school a junior high or an elementary school here and a kid sing going we'll take that one we'll take that one we'll take that one scoop them all up do we get a discount because we're grabbing them by bulk and then we'll just throw them into a Disney factory and they'll all be like, hey, welcome to Rock Band 73, you know? <laughs> and then next thing you know, they're all breaking out their own song and dance. And next thing you know, one's hitting the bottle. The other one's boozing it up somewhere else. Someone somebody's hits the hit, needle, you know? Somebody's doing cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah. Poor old, uh, what do you call it? We'll go Sean Gambroni snorting coke off an ass of a hooker in, you know, like in, in Venice Beach, you know? <laughs> Next thing you know, it's like, oh, those poor Disney kids. Disney just takes them and spits them out. Look look at uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, two words, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> like, any one of these kids could be the next Lindsay Lohan. Well, by the same thing, next one of these kids could be the next Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears. It can go either way with these Disney kids. Who knows? Next thing you know, it's Shia LaBeouf is put, you know, putting these kids in his next movie. <laughs> uh, who knows? Megan Fox could be sitting there going, um, I'm in. Justin Timberlake could be signing one of these kids right now to an album deal. You know, those are the, the positive ones. If you see any one of these guys with Lindsay Lohan, they're on a downward spiral right away. I just tell you right now. And what is there's like another Disney girl that's all, she was a Disney girl. Well, Selena Gomez, look at her. She's good one day, evil the next. Who knows? Selena's a saint. <laughs> Selena's a saint. Sure, when she's away from Justin Bieber, you know. <laughs> Steve, Steve's like, look at that old man just talking about kids today. This, 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 these are the conversations that interview the most because he's so into it, and it's just like I have no idea. Like he was like in this this deep. <laughs> like it's like, creepy. At least Allison Hannigan's like the voice of reason, probably that group. She's like, look, I've been where you guys kids were, and I made it through the Buffy years and the How I Met Your Mother years. You can do this. I believe in you. You know? But then you got this Todd Stashwick who just automatically looks evil. He just looks like an evil dude. I, I know he's playing a villain, sweetheart. And remember, we're on microphone. Now I don't think people can hear you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, all right. Nana Possible. <laughs> uh, I can name our kid Possible. Possible, Possible. Possum Possible. Yeah, but I'm like, who, who's going to play the, uh, the, the what was it, the ferret or whatever it was? It was a naked mole rat. Mole rat, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rufus. Rufus. He'll probably be computer animated. Yeah, but who's going to play the kid that does the brains of the operation? I don't know who's going to play the kids of the brain, the brains of the operation, but I don't know. I mean, give me a trailer. Like, I, again, I don't know. The first thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to put the movie. You're gonna, if The first thing they need to do is put the series on DVD or Blu-ray. Because okay. you got to get a buzz on it because yeah. be, because it's you know again if Disney's got that streaming service they can throw it on there which is fine I'm buying into it anyway so I'll binge watch Kim Possible I'm in yeah. you know to get the people you know you got to get I don't know if like okay all right Stacy heard that the the movie is going to be on the live the streaming service I had to interpret. <laughs> Because she wants to be involved in this conversation, but doesn't want to get up off the sofa to come in and hit a mic. <laughs> so, if it's on the streaming service, great. But I'm sure they better have the cartoon because it's like, hey, 
um, kids, here's a greatest American hero. Here you go, kids. <laughs> you know, which I heard by the way, that show never took off. No. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what was that movie that came out the, with was the HBO show uh, about the four guys who uh, it's based off of Mark uh, Marky Mark's life uh, uh, Entourage Entourage yeah yeah they made a movie and it's like a little too late you think that's like the kind of way because Kim Console has been off the air for a while hasn't for, it yeah for a while I mean, <clears throat> you know I don't know if it's still in reruns or not you know Stacy's shaking her head so again you would you like would you like to come in microphone and, and, and school us. All right, so why don't you give us the four one one? What give us the sitch on Kim Possible? Oh God! <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't think this movie is for the children. I think this movie is for people my age. Or my age? No, <laughs> no. no, because you were a full grown man while Kim Possible was on, and that's weird that you watched it. I get it. I understand why you did it. We've talked about it a ton of times, but it's still weird. I'm just going to throw it out there. I also enjoy Phineas and Ferb. Again, a show that's not part of my generation. Phineas and Ferb is not for the kids. That is secretly for the Phineas adults. Phineas and Ferb. Are, Phineas and Ferb are for like, it's like SpongeBob SquarePants. You either oh, have to be high. Get, Phineas and Ferb is so much better uh, than SpongeBob. No, don't you dare. That, that, I, got, I, got, I had to draw. I, I had to take her side on this one because Phineas and Ferb is, is kind of a work of art. Their Star Wars special is hysterical. I mean, it's great. And it's like old school Star Wars too. It's not even like uh, it's a part Fed and Menace, but mostly it's the original trilogy. So you go, oh, okay, those guys knew what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, the music bits alone in Phineas and Ferb are masterpieces. Have you squirrels in my pants? Ed. Having squirrels. 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 S I M P squirrels in my pants. It's, I mean, squirrels. Squirrels. No, I could not. Oh my god! Now I have to hear the song. How many? How many episodes have you guys like? Probably, I, probably all of them. I for sure. I mean, have if seen you can remember, song. I can't remember any. Like I've seen them, and I can't remember any of the songs. I have top ten, a top ten. You have a top ten list of of, of songs for songs. songs. I have a playlist on my phone. I jam this. Holy so you don't know what Gitchy Goo is, and you've never heard of Evil Boys. No, I've heard of them. I just don't remember them. <gasps> My favorite all-time Phineas and Ferb song is Evil Boys. Do you know this song? I know this, I know, I, I know this song. No, do you know this song because if you watch the show, because she just jams out to it and you have to listen to it? Both. Or you, no, you, you listen to it. Not, no, not I've, have seen, to. I've Sorry. seen the show. I've seen the episode. It's on. These boys are evil. E-V-I-L-B-O-Y-S. I mean, it's the jam. It's the jam. It's the, if there was an album. Holy like, shit. If, if they legitimately would sell this album, I would I'm actually I'm in for this crap. For I really am. I, I, I all, am. In all fairness, if, if someone were to say, hey, we're putting Phineas and Ferb out as a box set, I'd be buying that box set. Because they, it's like, hey, here's. If a it's cheap of enough, I'd buy that box set myself. Because I'm like, I like at two o'clock in the morning. Like, it used to used to be on. Like after you guys left, uh huh, on uh, on Sundays, and I'd watch it like one or two o'clock in the morning, and I I'd, I'd stay up because it'd be like a four episode marathon that they would run, and I didn't feel uh, like. Fun fact: Disney XD ran an all weekend marathon this weekend That's, on Phineas okay. and Ferb. That's right. I was kind of confused because I'm sitting there going, every time I turn the TV on, Phineas and Ferb is on. I'm like, it's like they I don't have Disney XT anymore. Uh, so that's the thing. Sorry. You know. It's the c- cable. <laughs> <laughs> it's the joy of not cutting the cord sometimes. <laughs> right. Sometimes you lose. <laughs> it was it's a, f- a masterpiece. It's not a ma- I don't. It, I mean, it's, it's a good show, but it's not a masterpiece. Yes, it is. But anyway, go back to the Kim Possible thing. I, I, I do feel like 
I'm in. I, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. There, yeah. I prefer the cartoon. But, uh, yeah. Now, would you would you watch it cold, like just like watch it since you haven't seen kids for the last one in a while, or would you watch the cartoon first if you stream? Oh, see, I don't know because if I go if I watch like the like car- say they offer both, they offer they, the streaming service that goes here's the show and here's the movie. I would probably watch the cartoon first. See, it's a problem. If I watch the cartoon first, I'll be like, this show's awesome. And then I watch the movie, I might be disappointed. So I might have to watch the movie first to kind of go. It's not my kid. I gotta even go back and enjoy the 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 OG Kim Possible. So you watch the movie first, and then I don't know. It the... depends. It depends on you know. It, it depends on where it's at. <laughs> like it depends on the time of day. If like I'm like it's four o'clock in the morning, I'll just throw Kim Possible on, just be like yeah, fall asleep to that. Or if it's like it's after dinner and we're sitting home doing nothing, hey, the Kim Possible movie's on. You wanna watch that? Maybe, maybe we'll do that. I, you know. <laughs> Either way, you're gonna get a review. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, whether you wanted it or not. So, Sean, what you do? Ed, I got to tell you, Stacy and I watched the Kim Possible movie, live action. It was either A, awesome, or B, shit. <laughs> so, hashtag not my Kim Possible. Hashtag Kim Impossible, if you ask me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Ed, for bringing that one to the table. Uh, and thank you for listening, folks. If you do want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday night starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And, of course, if you'd like to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And you can also contact Sean and go, what the fuck am I seeing? Because this is a radio program. <laughs> and every time I go, you've seen her? Well, I mean, like, see on our Facebook page or, yeah, you know, uh, like, it's the general C thing. Like, mm-hmm. something goes by on the page and like, I wonder what that, hey, Ed, I saw something. Well, you can also do that with Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A-W-N. Hashtag my Kim Possible. <laughs> That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.